today's podcast is talking about choking. We've all been there. We've all missed a kick once or twice. And I hope that this podcast is helpful to you to discuss a couple concepts or tactics you can use to avoid choking. So in golf, is not a game of perfect. Bob Rattel talks about driving under pressure in Chapter 18. He says, uh, a golfer chokes when he lets anger, doubt, fear, or some other extraneous factor distract him before a shot. Distracted, the golfer then fails to do one or more of the things he normally does. Fails to follow his routine, particularly his mental routine. Now, that's crucial, because every kick that you've probably missed or mishit, you probably let a little bit of doubt creep into your mind before you're about to take the swing. And why do we do that? Well, first of all, a lot of kickers put their self-worth as a person into their performance. There's very blur. There's a it's a blurry line between uh, person and performance for a lot of younger kickers. And for these kickers, their whole day, their whole week might be predicated off of how well they kick in practice. For example, when I was in high school, if I had a bad uh, day kicking, then I tended to have a bad couple of days in school or I was frustrated when I get home, was a nice person for a couple hours after practice. And of course, that's that's natural. You want to do a good job. But um, I really put a lot of my self-worth into my performance. And I think a lot of younger guys do as well. So the first thing I need you to do is to see a clear, crisp line between you as a person and you as a performer. And the person is infinitely more important than the performer. Okay, yeah, if you miss a kick, it stinks. But the reality is people are just going to shrug their shoulders and move on after a couple days. Even if it was a a kick in a game, the world doesn't stop turning because you missed a kick. And the best kickers that I've ever been around, they never let a bad kick ruin their day and certainly not their kicking session. So step one, see a clear line between you as a person and your performance. Second thing is that when you're back there, you start to worry about what might happen. Now, worry is a cancer to your performance. Your brain cannot tell the difference between uh, a uh, something you say and like a, an image. So, for example, if you if you say uh, "don't miss," your brain will does not understand the word don't. So it will start to practice not only seeing a miss, but feeling a miss off your foot and rehearsing all the times you've missed. So at the moment you're supposed to perform, the moment that you're supposed to be this, you know, uh, person who thrives under pressure, you are mentally and biochemically rehearsing a miss. So uh, what can you, I'd say the next thing is that this worry stems from a breakdown in your pre-kick or pre-shot routine, as Rotella would call it in golf. Your routine is the thing that props you up when the pressure is trying to break you down. When I see younger kickers walk out onto a field and they're lackadaisical about their steps, they can't tell me if they're picking a target, they can't tell me um, what they normally say to themselves or what they're looking at. I know that even if they're crushing it in practice that day with me on a field with no pads on, when the adrenaline's pumping through your your veins, your routine is going to just fall apart because you don't have a strong one to rely on. 
So whatever your pre-kick routine is, I urge you to get a notebook right now and start writing it down. What is my pre-kick routine? It does not have to be perfect. You just have to have one. You have to have something to build off of in those moments of high pressure. Rotello likes a simple look at the target, look at the ball, and then let it go. I'm a big fan of that as well. I think keeping it simple is crucial. Most kickers tend to be overly analytical. Even the guys who first start out as soccer style guys who have no idea how kicking works, but they just do it. Um, if like you have to, you have to trust that your body is working on the techniques that you've given it to work on. Your subconscious is always at work. So let's say you're struggling with locking your foot out at ball contact, overanalyzing, pointing your toe when you're trying to make a game-winning kick or get your team out of conditioning is likely going to cause you to get out of your natural rhythm and natural swing of things. So um, when you're back there, you could do a couple things. You could do what Bob Rotella says, look at the target, look at the ball, let it rip. Or uh, mentor and friend of mine, John Carney, uh, he calls them form thoughts. So you want to have two very specific, no more than two, very specific, very simple things that you're going to keep on repeat in your head before every kick. So for example, if you struggle with locking your foot out and stepping straight to the ball, your two form thoughts or your mechanic thoughts before you kick are step straight, lock foot, something simple like that. You're not going to start a whole paragraph to yourself saying, oh, I should step at a 90 degree angle and lock my metatarsal, lock my foot out so my metatarsal bone is exposed to the ball. You just want to keep it really simple. Um, so choking is just a symptom of not following your pre-shot routine. I'll say that one more time. Choking is just a symptom of not having and following and trusting your pre-shot routine. So what can you do to get better right now before you go back out to practice? Simple. Grab a piece of paper, post it. You can even do it on your phone. Just type out, what is my pre-shot routine? 